One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to another Just Films and That new release special. I'm Josh Hallam and this time around I'm going to be reviewing David Finch's latest film, The Killer. Um, as with the other uh, other ones I've done, I will always keep this as spoiler-free as I can, but if you don't want to go into anything, you don't want to know anything, then please make sure you give this a listen after you've seen it. Whilst I've got you, if you could head over to wherever you're listening to this and give us a little rating or review after you've listened to this, it would be massively appreciated. Okay, so if you don't know, the film is the latest film from David Fincher of Fight Club 7 and Zodiac fame, amongst others. And it's part of his deal with Netflix to put out a couple of films, this being his second one with them, with the last one being Mank from a couple of years ago. In terms of the plot, it's pretty simple, really. Michael Fassbender is an assassin who's just credited as the killer. He's on a job and, you know, his lot of narration telling us his methodical approach to his job and the in- intricacies and the, the frustrations and all that sort of stuff and his general, you know, a general insight into his worldview. Job goes wrong, leads to his employer trying to resolve the issue um, and taking him out and the killer then, you know, seeking revenge and targeting all the people involved lots of shooty shooty bang bang and methodical killings and, and stuff like that so let's get stuck in so generally speaking i thought it was okay it starts pretty slowly but it does pick up towards the second half and there is lots to like in it um you know starting with what i liked it's a david fincher film so it looks great it's exceptionally well made and it, it feels sort of mat- as meticulously you know, it's, it's as meticulously constructed as one of the killer's hits. It is based on a graphic novel, which I wasn't aware of going into it, and I wasn't aware of the novel itself, but it does capture that grim and, and moody graphic novel feeling, you know, of one of these graphic novels set in the real world rather than a more stylized one of something like, a com- you know, you, 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 your Spider-Mans or, or um, Sin City or something like that. The script's pretty good as well, which is it's, it's a bit of a weird thing to say that way if you've seen the film, and you'll know what I mean, because a lot of the scenes are dialogue-free apart from narration but the scenes with the dialogue between characters are where the, the film it's it, it, where the film really excels for me with the exception of one scene which i'll come back to a particular highlight was was uh, one with tilda swinton and she only shows up for one scene but she effortlessly effortlessly should i say steals the scene she's in as she often does and the dialogue between her and fassbender really pops and most of it comes from her with her sort of musing on the life that they that they have chosen and what they do for uh, for a living it's written by Andrew Kevin Walker, who wrote Seven, and I believe this is the second time they've worked together on a feature film. They do work well together, and that f- the film does have that moody ambiance that, that Seven has. 
if you if I had to compare it to other films, the, the thing that sort of popped into my head was it's sort of Fight Club meets the Bourne Identity with a little sprinkling of, of American Psycho in there as well. By which I mean it's got a biting commentary of, of capitalism and, and consumerism, which it uses to, to create a little bit of comedy because we've got Michael Fassbender in it, who is great in this, by the way, talking about McDonald's as he's killing people or using Amazon lockers to buy stuff to, to kill people with. So gives it that little bit of levity. And I think because of this, I've seen a few people refer to the film as a satire in terms of its genre. Now, I don't think it is. I don't think it's made as a satire, but, you know, I might be wrong. I think that this sort of, that's this sarcasm and this this highlighting of consumerism is, is David Fincher's way of injecting a little bit of dark humour into the film by having the killer talk so nonchalantly as he's relieving people of, you know, of their lives. Um if it's a if it's a satire in terms of its genre, then it's so subtle that I I didn't even pick up for it, pick up on it and stuff like that. So you know maybe that's just me being thick or whatever. But for me, this is kind of David Fincher's trademark. Um, although the irony of this film being released on Netflix wasn't lost on me. Um, as well, there's some good use of diegetic and non-diegetic music as well, by which I mean music in the world of the film and music put on top of the film. For sort of people who don't know what I'm talking about, there's a more official you know definition of that but it's it, that's what it means um by which for example you've got our protagonist listening to music as he does his work through headphones but then it'll you know zoom out and that music is accompanying the scene um that's saying something as well for the music as well for me in this because and this is a controversial opinion so please don't cancel me but i have never liked the smiths i've never been able to get, get on board with them as soon as i moved to university i felt like they would ram down my throat as someone i should like and i've just i've, I've tried and i've never never got on board with them um but this film is very much soundtracked almost exclusively exclusively by them um so it's it's you know it worked in the film and the fact that i don't like the smith you know didn't buy bias me in the film um you know just to finish in terms of what i liked and this is this is me talking about the scene that i mentioned before that is non-dialogue driven but this film has it's got one of the most visceral and, and heart pounding fight scenes I've ever seen. And I don't mean that in terms of, you know, it's, it's got Kung Fu in it or it's cool or balletic or choreographed or anything like that. I mean, it's, it's two people who genuinely seem like they're trying to kill the other one and they fight through this house, knocking seven bells out of each other in a way that it's directed. So it's so kinetic and it feels like you can feel every punch or every time one of the characters hits the other one with an object or smashes a glass in the face or, as they struggle through the furniture and 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 all that sort of stuff, I thought it was it was a, that with the with the with the Tilda Swinton scene that I mentioned were, were the real highlights for me. In terms of what I didn't like, I thought I'll be honest, I thought the whole film was just it was just a little bit dull. Um, I'm a I am a fan of David Fincher's films, you know, Love Seven and Fight Club, and I think my favourite's probably Zodiac. Um, but this felt like it was missing a certain something. I don't know if it's because the plot was a little bit more basic or there was fewer characters or whatever. I can't quite I can't quite put my finger on it. One thing I will say that I noticed is it's a fairly male-heavy film. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, gruff men being moody and talking gruff and and being yeah, being moody. And and the two scenes where I felt most sort of emotionally engaged or invested were two scenes with female characters, which I think isn't isn't a coincidence. So you've got the scene with Tilda Swinton I mentioned earlier, but also a scene with um, uh, an actor called Kerry O'Malley, who's in it as a character's PA. And I thought she was really great in the scene she's in. I've not seen her in stuff before. Hopefully she goes on to do other stuff. She sort of plays a character on the periphery 
of the world the characters inhabit. Um, and I thought she was really great. Whilst look, Michael Fassbender is very good in it, but I, I just I don't think those scenes being the most emotionally engaging um, are the are. I don't think that's a coincidence. And I think I've maybe I've maybe had my fill of brooding, damaged men being brooding and damaged. Although that being said. That fight scene is the other fight scene I mentioned is very visually engaging as well. But listen, when it comes down to it, it's a very well made film that I think lots of people will like. It's not one that for me will live long in the memory in the memory, sorry, but I but I can very much appreciate how well made it is, and it's certainly got its moments, like I said, with the fight scene, with the Tilda Swinton scene. But you know, listen, as ever, give it a watch, make up your own mind, and let us know your thoughts. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll be back next time. Cheerio! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.